Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to God is Gray, the podcast. Although I, as a Christian, believe that God resides in absolute truth, in black and white, we as people are stuck here on planet Earth contending with the gray. In church, gray areas often cause dissension, anger, and even hate. But on this platform, I welcome open dialogue, variety of opinion, and differing belief systems. God is Gray is meant to teach, inform, and simply trade stories with kindness, love, and mutual respect. If you have a story or perspective to share, please reach me, Brenda Marie Davies, at GodIsGrayXO at gmail.com. To support the cause and be a part of our community, donate to patreon.com slash goddessgray. Now, on to the episode. Hi, Hi beautiful, beautiful people. people. This is my friend, Grace Baldridge. She has a... I have a crying baby. <laughs> I don't have a crying baby, but Brenda does. <laughs> I do. This is my friend, Grace Baldridge. She has a docu-series on Refinery29 called State of Grace. Mm, such a great title. It's, you're so clever. <laughs> I didn't come up with the title. <laughs> but this is a play on your name, obviously. Yes, yeah. So uh, my name is Grace. Hi, I'm Grace Baldridge. I'm a lesbian. Big shock. And I'm also a Christian. State of Grace is a doc series that explores the intersection of faith and religion and different social issues uh, in this country. So we've looked at gay conversion therapy. We've looked at megachurch transparency. We have an upcoming episode about um, thoughts and prayers with regards to gun violence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so that's what we sort of talk about. And it's it's as controversial as I'll get out because we talk about politics and religion, which is basically the things you're never supposed to talk about. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to tell you all all about it really quick beforehand. There is going to be some birth content coming your way. My partner did a beautiful job filming the birth itself, so I will make that available on Patreon. I'll announce it when it's ready, probably next week. And I'm going to do a couple videos on the prep that I did because I didn't have Pitocin and I didn't tear which were two major goals of mine. Am I, I freaking you out either, by talking about I don't this? even know what either of those words mean. <laughs> Keep going. You're doing great, Brenda. So if you want to learn more about birth, Grace. Absolutely. Go check out those videos. But for now, we're going to do more traditional God is Great content. I'd love for Grace to share some of her experiences, what it's felt like to be on the scene openly as a Christian who is married to a woman. What? I know. It's crazy. They might not have known. They might have seen me and been like, look at this heterosexual lady. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have outed you. You totally did. You blew up my spot. I found Grace when I was just perusing YouTube. We and found each other. We found kind each of. other. Well, you messaged me first, but I was, I knew I'd seen your videos. I really enjoy YouTube, but I try to be very uh, mindful in how I curate what I watch because it can sometimes come home with you in a way that you might not enjoy. So it's, I have the same thing with Twitter as well. I try and just be really cognizant of what I'm watching. And so you don't get I'm... all riled up. Yeah. <clears throat> well, obviously people are going to have very strong opinions because you are touching all of the most controversial issues. You didn't only talk about abortion in general, you talked about it in Alabama. We talked about abortion and se- as it relates to sex education in Alabama. And then we talked about abortion as it relates to the the death penalty in Texas. So I'm sure people do have a very strong reaction to some of these videos. Yeah, and I f- like to think that we've cultivated a show where healthy conversation, even um, disagreement, is absolutely encouraged. Yeah. So long as it is constructive um, and it is not grounded or rooted in hate or in being... Um, 
mean. What I hope for our show is that we challenge people to engage thoughtfully and consider perspectives um, that you might not have heard before. And especially with religion, religious communities can become echo chambers um, and share a very homogenous sort of repetitive sense of belief where nothing is challenged. So often with religion, we become so emboldened in our beliefs in this yeah. sort of absolutism that this is the absolute truth. And you become blinded to the very true experiences of other people. State of Grace is just about sort of breaking down those barriers that religion does such a good job of building and that yeah. division that religion creates, especially in this country, and gently, hopefully, <laughs> lovingly challenging that. Just, is it possible that you could be wrong? I mean, you really do speak so lovingly and kindly to people. Like, sometimes there'll be an intro and it'll be like, this is someone that is a creationist. This is someone that is anti-sex education in school and a lot of us myself included I would probably be all riled up before an interview like that and have to like calm myself down <laughs> in order to step in that space because those are really challenging ideas but at the end of the day I feel like you do a beautiful job of treating everyone as though their opinion is valid or at least deserving of being heard and you're down to challenge them, especially if that opinion that they have or belief system that they have is harmful. How did State of Grace come to be in the first place? So State <clears throat> of Grace came as a result of uh, a difficult situation I went through with a friend of mine. I was engaged, yay, uh, have since been married. Yeah, and during it worked the, out. <laughs> it worked out. Uh, and during the, <laughs> the engagement season, I was reaching out to all my close friends uh, to see if they would... Uh, be a bridesmaid and I um didn't hear back from her I, I just got this funny tummy feeling like something was up so finally I I just I needed an answer and I uh got her on the phone and I did it when my my Lizzie my Lizzie my wife my fiance was out of town and it was that was stupid I probably needed more support and Aww. she picked up the phone and um she was crying and I knew I knew what was up and I started crying and she just cried as soon as she heard your voice um pretty much she said something along the lines of I just don't believe that God intended for two people to be together in that way and I'm okay to be in the wedding I just need you to know that I, I can't even remember like the specifics of this but while all of this was going on I was venting about the whole situation to another friend of mine who had just been hired by Refinery29 um she's total badass she's very cool and she's tough and that's her love language and so she's hearing me just being a very heartbroken in a really unique way that I'm sure many of you can relate to. And Tina was like, is, so are you telling me that homophobia is like rooted in religion? I was like, yeah, yeah. And so she was just like, well, we gotta tell people about this. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should. Tina kind of finessed a little budget to take us to Atlanta to uh, do our first episode on gay conversion therapy. And we met mm -hmm. with um, Peter Nunn, who is a conversion therapy survivor. And then we also met with Jackie Hill Perry. That's how the show got started. So let's address the elephant oh, no. in the video, which yeah. is that you identify as a lesbian. I do, yeah. You were also raised by a pastor? Episcopal priest. Priest, yeah. okay. So he's the yeah. Reverend Kempton Baldridge. Find him on Twitter, because uh, he's there for some reason. I've told people, you can tweet at my dad, and he will respond. <laughs> so if you have any sort of questions based in theology, he has a degree from Yale uh, in divinity. That's amazing. And he's just sitting on Twitter waiting for people to ask hard questions. 
No one does. But but go if you feel it. it, go do it. Well, that's actually amazing that you say that and you offer his services because a lot of people will comment and be like, well, you're going off of your feelings. You just want to affirm LGBTQ people because it's easier or it makes you cool or mm -hmm. it makes you more relevant. But you are saying you're raised by a theological person who yeah. knows their stuff, who backs it up, and he has affirmed you since day one yeah. of you coming out. Well, and, and actually not just me. He was affirming people within our church before I came out, before <clears throat> I really even knew who I was. It was just so okay within our church. Well, when did you realize that for a lot of people, especially in America, it's not okay? I lived in my little progressive bubble until my friend burst it. Oh, so 100 percent. oh interesting it so was, you were an adult already. i was an, i was absolutely an adult i went to pride parades i saw the protesters um but i was like that's not my battle i don't i don't need to engage with that sort of hateful stuff i don't yeah. know what book they're reading but that's clearly not anything that that was espoused by jesus something that i really like about the Epi the episcopal faith tradition is that their historical context is woven into every single sermon it's amazing in, in our wonderful, curious, God-given brains as we read through this sacred text, why do we suspend all reason sometimes when we look at when we look at things, when we look at the letters of Paul and we forget that these are letters that Paul was writing to specific communities and or people that he knew who the recipients would be. And there, there are certain things where he references like, oh, I'm going to, don't forget to bring me my cloak. Like, <laughs> right. in there. Yeah. And, you, and, and then we, but we act as though it's just like the God voice booming down that, you know, yelled this stuff down into the Bible. I was able to grow in my faith so much more when I was able to apply reason and historical context. It becomes much more beautiful in this rich document that was preserved over the ages by human people that, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the reason we are spending so much time, I think, on the cultural and historical context is because I think that informs so much of what you're dealing with in these videos. People often say, well, it's very clearly written in the Bible that right. homosexuality is a sin. Or which that, translation? Yeah, which of the 400 plus translations, yeah. etc. On the same subject, you did one of your last videos on gender, and yeah. I loved that you talked to a biblical scholar who knew about translation, and she was talking about Elohim. The word Elohim in Hebrew is actually a plural word, Elohim. Using the pronoun he for God is a habit. It has no theological justification. So your videos aren't just consoling people that don't want these things to be true, but you're actually honoring the Bible. You're honoring your particular walk with God and the way you see love and companionship and the way you see Jesus had moved through the world and the way you believe that we should be moving through that now. Mm -hmm. I feel like all of the videos, the thread line would be how would Jesus approach these people and these subjects? I definitely think that that is a through line. I also think that having biblical support, scholarly biblical support is so important because yeah. just as you said, that's often what is thrown at progressive Christians. Um, well, you clearly aren't aren't reading correctly and it's like yeah. all right let's let's discuss with a hebrew bible scholar what exactly i'm incorrectly interpreting and i think that any time that the bible or that the name of jesus is used to justify harm is antithetical to how we understand jesus lived right jesus was the champion of the people in the margins um and if if you are living or or saying 
anything other than that. I'm just confused. And I, and I, I want to challenge that. Part of why the, the, the tone of the show is what it is, is because I want to invite people who I do believe must know that's true. My dad always used to say that the Bible is not to be taken literally, the Bible is a love story. You simply can't take the Bible literally. I don't think that that was what a divine creator intended. I think that's sort of our frail humanity clinging to something tangible, needing rules because life is so scary and yeah. we need that. It'd be nice if it was black and white. It would be. And I used to reside in a really black and white way of thinking and I felt much safer. I felt much more confident that I was a good Christian. Mm -hmm. When you let that go, you do have to navigate things yourself and it gets challenging. But mm -hmm. I experienced so much cognitive dissonance with so many of these things, like the gay thing specifically. I was just like, why does it feel so wrong? And again, Christians attack each other with the word feelings because they say it's not biblically based, but it's like, that's your whole body and being and mind and spirit intuiting they're being told something that's false. Yeah. And you're just supposed to ignore that. I also think that um, Jesus knew in his infinite wisdom how stupid we all would be um, when he said, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. And when challenged by Pharisees, like, what is the most, the most important commandment? And he literally was like, I'm going to break this down. This is it. Knowing that we would mess it up, knowing that we would still like scour and highlight the six passages um, and that have been translated again over 400 plus times. The word homosexual, I don't know how often we repeat this on this channel, hopefully a lot, didn't even appear in any English translations until 1946. Knowing mm -hmm. that Jesus still said, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. That is Jesus um, validating and supporting the intuitive God, I believe, God-given love in the hearts of all of us. Mm. And, and, and again, because we're, we're, we're dumb little spiteful humans, we like to, we like to twist me like love, but, but if they do, but then you can't love them this way. Yeah. You love them this way. And, and Jesus made it so simple for us and humans distort it. Or that rem like reminding people of their sin is love. But, have you but heard that argument? I have heard that argument before, but that the reason why that's flimsy to me is because you know what love feels like hopefully everyone at some point in time has that experience with unconditional love from another person yeah. so you know what that feels like what a blessing and so when someone says that they're loving you by calling out their sin that's always been kind of strange to me because we know like you know that that is an unconditional love are there any moments filming state of grace where you actually were like i stand corrected on this thing that i thought yeah um yeah. i had really never considered anything with regards to abortion at all i was in a position of privilege where i've never been uh had a pregnancy scare i never wanted to carry a child i think i would have described myself i'm pro-choice um but I think probably because of the, the legal boundaries and just sort of the, the human rights component to be pro-choice, but as far as the religious component to a pro-choice argument, I hadn't heard one. And yeah. I, that was just one of those things that I just had never considered. And we met with a um, Presbyterian pastor who uh, part of her ministry is going with women to Planned Parenthood. She says, I believe this is what Jesus would do. Mary got the opportunity to ask questions and the angel actually gives her an answer. She says, let it be with me according to your word. 
Mary gives consent. To me, that says that God gave women choice and expects us to use it. I have never heard that before. Mary could have said no. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. The angel doesn't leave until Mary says, let it be with me. And so... Which is beautiful. I'm so emotional nowadays. Yeah. It can make me cry. Yeah, it is beautiful. (laughs) It is beautiful because it shows that God valued um, Mary's agency Mm -hmm. and gave her the right to choose. By the way, I understand that's going to be a very controversial statement through and through. But again, go watch the episode because... You go into these subjects in depth. They're not just glossed over and they're not just about feelings or like wanting to validate things to be cool at all. Are there any interviews that you did that you found your blood was boiling a bit much or you had to like calm yourself? No, there hasn't been one that is like really like irked me, got my blood boiling. There hasn't been a person on the show, even Ruben the picketer that I see at Pride Parades often, we still say hi to each other. What other group has as much police protection around us? I will probably one direction. There's, there hasn't been, you know, uh, an interaction where I haven't gotten along with someone, where that hasn't been the predominant feeling. Like, I really want to find common ground. Like, what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. What are you want? You know, I really want to connect with people in an authentic way. Like, Jackie and I stay in touch. We're, I consider Jackie a friend. I did um, a whole episode about your relationship with Jackie Hill Perry, too. And oh, yeah. The way you guys interacted, because that was really beautiful. I know. It's a very strange, you know, bizarro friendship. We are very transparent about our disagreements, but trying to prioritize love. And she meets me there. And I think that's what I just hope for with conversations. Right now, what you and I and other sort of like-minded people were trying to do is just sort of break down these really, you know, strong divisions among Christians and seeing if we can break bread together. And we're, we're right. We're just starting that. And where do we go from here? I don't know. Are we mitigating harm? I don't, you know, are we potentially like introducing more? Like I I wrestle with this. I don't, I don't know. I just. Why? Just by platforming people that have different opinions? Yeah. Just hoping that you do everything responsibly that honors um, my loyalty to the LGBT plus community that have been so harmed by Christians. I am an ally, obviously. I'm not uncomfortable with it, but but I don't feel like I have a right to speak to a lot of issues because I am a straight girl. It's such a benefit in many ways in this broken society to be a straight girl, but also it gives me the capability to talk to homophobic people or really volatile personalities in the Christian community. I do take it in. It really does upset me, but it's on behalf of other people. I don't actually have to go to sleep at night being like, that was about me. Mm. So I hear some dissenting voices off sometimes from Mm. LGBTQ people that are like, why are you even bothering to talk to these people with any kindness? They don't deserve any kindness at all. And I do understand it. It doesn't make you better than anyone else. It definitely doesn't make me better than anyone else. But if you feel capable of talking to these people without bringing that harm home, yeah. then I think you should because people do change their minds. I had an email uh, series just a week ago of this woman that was like super furious at me. I said something kind to her in return. She said something super furious like two more times. And then yesterday I got another email where she was like, I'm sorry, actually I started thinking about it and I changed my mind. And I was like, amazing. Wow. So that happens and I cling to those moments. And I believe, I'm sure those moments have happened 
for you, especially when you're exemplifying this love and asking people to meet you there. I feel strongly about trying and especially with regards to LGBT plus issues, um, just putting a face because I think so often a lot of Christian communities can talk about what we're about. Yeah. There's a lot of they, they, yeah. And you're like, include me, talk to me. I'm a person. I'm right here. Yeah. You know, lean not on your own understanding. Talk to me. I'm right here. Mm. You know, and I, and I want to engage with you. Am I any less of an image bearer with my fresh new lesbian haircut than, than you are? If I am not, then let's talk and let's sort of challenge what, what you've been taught about me, likely by someone who doesn't know my community. That's all that I think we're hoping to try and do is just sort of challenge some very deeply rooted beliefs do you have any final thoughts final thoughts final thoughts god is gray is great i'm so happy this channel exists you're so wonderful Um, happy grace exists you've been very sweet to me so let me let me compliment you on your channel for a little bit (laughs) guys brenda is just as sweet and kind and wonderful as a person as you all know her to be on the internet and please support her um and yeah I'm just so happy this channel exists. I love the community that you've built here. I know. It's really They're special. All amazing. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. special. I love sort of flipping through the comment section on your videos, which is so rare on YouTube, but I love flipping through it because there's a lot of sort of either constructive criticism, conversations that are happening. Everyone speaks to each other so respectfully. I know. I love our comment section. Yeah, sessions. and you've cultivated that, and it's a testament to your character. So um, it's a testament to you guys as well. So yes. I'm so grateful that this this area of the internet and of YouTube exists. It's so wonderful. And you're um, part of it too. Uh, sure, absolutely. <laughs> I will link Grace's videos below so you can check them out. They're amazing episodes. I love each and every one of them. And they're long form. You get a lot of information. You get a lot of different perspectives. And it's all done with love and grace. Please like, subscribe, share with your friends. Donate to my Patreon or Venmo if you can. We love, love you all. God, God bless. bless.